Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This Holy Week is a special one for many Filipino Catholics. The Church is commemorating 500 years since the introduction of Christianity in the Philippines. For us at Puma Podcast, we will be using this time to reflect on how we Filipinos have made the Roman Catholic faith truly ours. From the Sinulog Festival in Cebu to the Alay Lakad to the Antipolo Cathedral, to the Tres Lacion in Quiapo, Manila. This is episode 3 of this series of Teca Break. Ako po si Kat Ventura, Puma Podcast. In the last two episodes, we talked about how our Catholic festivals, practices, and traditions are deeply rooted in our pre-colonial traditions, one of the biggest and perhaps most widely covered by the press is the January 9 procession of the Black Nazarene in Quiapo Church, Manila, also known as the Tres Lacion. Millions of devotees join the Tres Lacion each year, and the procession itself takes around 18 to 22 hours. Picture a sea of maroon and gold. And the life-sized image of a dark-skinned Jesus carrying the cross as the crowd carries him. Devotees, each waving white handkerchiefs and tossing them to the hijos del Nazareno who are riding the andas, which they will then wipe at the image of Christ. Those who lack understanding somehow throws negative light to the action of the devotees. For example, order and bayanihan, or helping each other, united together, are words that people will not easily associate with Quiapo or the Black Nazarene. That was historian Chao Chua. He was speaking at Pagdiriwang, a conference organized this month by the Folklore Studies Program at UP Diliman. Television footage seemed to show hundreds of thousands of fanatical devotees at one time scrambling to get near the andas of the Senor. They wanted to have their hankies be touched to the image to acquire power and healing as our ancestors did to Devanitos. Some people notice how selfish some devotees are as they stepped on others just to get near the image. Devotees are quickly judged as illogical, chaotic, and crazy. In the conference, Shao Chua proposed another way of seeing the translation procession not as the chaos that bystanders see and that we see on our television screens, but as a tradition that has its own system. There was already a system of coordination developed through the past 12 years between the parish authorities, the local government unit, and up to even the regional and national level in planning the procession and responding to any eventualities at the Quiapo Church Command Center. 
I had observed in my ongoing seven-year study how relatively smooth these relationships are despite the different interests of each one. For example, it was interesting for me to see church leaders who were critical of the excesses of the drug war work hand-in-hand in camaraderie with policemen all for the sake of ensuring the safety of everybody. Devotion to the Nuestro Padre Jesus Nazareno, or the Black Nazarene, has been practiced in the Philippines for centuries. Every Friday of each week is colloquially known in Metro Manila as Quiapo Day, since the novena in the image's honor is held on this day nationwide. Translation is the Spanish word for transfer. Although the procession of the Black Nazarene around Quiapo is already 200-year or so tradition, the translation itself is a recent invention, which idea only started in 2007 to commemorate the 400 years of the coming of the recollect priests who introduced the image later on, and then was finally called Traslacion in 2009, after which it had become an annual event. The six-kilometer-long procession that begins at the Carino Grandstand to Quiapo Church is participated by devotees walking barefoot. And each year since this long procession began, an average of less than 500 injuries are reported annually and zero deaths. Here's Chow Chu again. There actually exists a system, a certain way of going to the throng or going under the rope to avoid being wounded and to avoid wounding others, putting your two hands in front of your chest area, a certain way to go with the flow of the crowd, which are like waves in the river, reminiscent of the fluvial processions in this maritime culture. And on the off chance that a devotee passes out or wants to be removed from the crowd, a way of calling for help by raising one's hand If one wants to be removed from the throng, they will be swiftly raised up by their fellow devotees. Also, the people around the andas, called pinga, which used to be the term for the handle of the andas at the sides, allowed themselves to be stepped upon as a form of penitence as they help others climb as well. For me, this is Filipino bayanihan at work. The commemoration of the 500 years of the introduction of Christianity in the Philippines, in some ways, has sparked debate among us Filipinos. For some, commemorating the introduction of Christianity by the Spanish colonizers is a slippery slope that could lead to sanitizing the dangers of imperialism and colonialism. But others would argue that the 500 years is a fitting celebration of the brand of Christianity that has become uniquely ours. And this is kept alive by traditions, like the Traslacion. If we put it in a macro level, the whole Traslacion itself is a phenomenon that is animated by the people, the church, and the government. Sinasalya ng buong bayan to its intended orderly and safe conclusion. So, how can we not celebrate as a nation ng buong bayan, our Christianity? when it had become part of who we are. Should we cancel ourselves? Our ancestors are not stupid. Our culture is not weak, but flexible. 
we accepted Christianity not because we are uto-uto, but because we saw patterns of our former faith in the new faith, such as the belief in the kaluluwa or the soul, and that it should show goodness and kapatiran or brotherhood. The power of healing that emanates from items and dead bodies, and the sacred rituals and performances we offer as thanksgiving. We made Christianity our own. Muli, ako po si Kat Ventura, Puma Podcast. You've been listening to Take a Break. This episode was produced by myself and edited by Carl Syed. Follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Wishing you a holy week that nurtures your spirit.